0: Myself, the luckiest, luckiest man, 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 on the face of the, the face earth. earth. There's a long pass, a champion, I believe! The Giants won the giant puck! The Giants won the puck! Derek Jeter ends his
1: final game with a walk-off single! Here's the drive to last. That one is long gone!
0: Welcome to a first of many, I'm hoping, to the long gone podcast with me is one of my very best friends Steve Ford. Hey Mike what's up man? Uh, dude, we finally did it. We finally oh. got a podcast talking about the one thing we fucking love in the world. <laughs> what is that? Chicks. Oh, ah, yeah, close, close. Okay, number two thing we love talking about in the world. <laughs> baseball. Baseball. Oh god, fucking I oh. we love it uh Man, uh, from the very beginning, I, I think I met you what six years ago.
1: Six years now, yeah, twenty fourteen. It's Man. going on seven. Holy shit! Yeah, time flies. We got a few more
0: gray hairs. We got that a little bit. I grew a beard. You know, it's uh, it's good. It's yeah, good. you got the fucking dope beard too. <laughs> I got the little pubic beard, which is yeah, it's okay. But uh, <laughs> with this podcast, we're hoping to uh, you know just talk about the thing we love most in baseball. Talk about players fucked up stories i mean god we're gonna mix a little bit of everything everything that you want from uh that you remember from your childhood you know the uh the cards the collecting i mean that's a huge part of baseball uh you know and obviously i mean we wouldn't be a podcast if we weren't talking about major league baseball i mean that's at the top of course uh we both uh we both uh, played a little little bit when we were younger, and we played, you know, a little bit later in life. But, I think you uh, played more than me, though. Yeah, yeah I, played, I played a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, yeah, I had
1: my one-year little league, got my walk, my one hit, you know? You uh, you carry, carry, carry the load when it comes to baseball right there, my friend, when it comes to playing. Hear that, uh, everybody?
0: I carried his load <laughs> when it comes to baseball.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'd be more like the towel boy when it comes to baseball, playing side of it. Collecting, other things like that, facts, I got that, but playing more athletic
0: you know that is the one thing i think like when you and i first started talking and starting to get to know each other one thing i loved is that you're a huge time collector a huge yeah. Time collector
1: yeah it's it's a lot of fun it takes you places you get to meet new people um and you got a story for almost everything that you have which, yeah. which is it's great you know you can tell those stories pass those stories along to your your kids. You know, I have a daughter that's six right now. Hopefully she'll get into the same stuff. We can start doing it together, as she gets older. But it's a lot of fun. It's a nice little niche community and uh, a growing, growing, especially when it comes to autographs and uh, memorabilia and things like that. And uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and over the years, I mean, you've had, like, I think when I first seen a portion of your collection, I think it was when I helped you move, out of your old place and you were showing me and there was a point where you walked out and there was a point where you walked out of the room and I'm just looking at all your shit and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's grown since then. That was like five years ago. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's gotten a lot bigger, you know, it's uh singles night with legends has helped out. Considerably, the white caps have helped out a lot, but uh, eBay has definitely helped out yeah eBay um, is but, the number one when it comes to collecting when you're when you're a single single dad uh, living in a, a place to yourself, you, you have room to grow. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: it's like if you're not spending your money, I mean during the quarantine it's been hard during this yeah. whole COVID shit. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I mean what else is there to spend money on? If you're not spending money on your daughter, you're like, well, okay, well I guess it's uh, eBay here I
1: come. Yeah, eBay here I come, or I just stuff my fat face with pizza you know? too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd rather rather like the cards. They, <laughs> they last a little bit longer than the pizza. So that's
0: exactly <laughs> it. Okay, so we're gonna definitely get in more collecting uh, later in the show, um, but first um, we want to kind of dive into Major League Baseball. Um, You know, right off the bat, I mean, we're not going to pull any punches. I mean, Steve's favorite team and my favorite team since we were walked out of the womb was (laughs) the Detroit Tigers. Uh, We'll not try to bore you too much. Um, unless they start winning a little bit more, yeah,
1: I yeah. I mean, you don't want to bore bore everyone with a rebuild. I mean, we've been rebuilding for <laughs> since 2017. Yeah, we're going on we're, on, we're on the Olympics of rebuilds right here, so it's uh, every four years we could be going for two Olympics, so go for eight. So, hopefully, oh we're, hopefully we're doing some more winning before that, but uh, we'll look at the teams that are uh trending upward and not so much the Detroit Tigers as much but we will talk about the Tigers as well absolutely
0: I mean at this point when it comes to the Tigers I think Steve and I are thinking Al is just trying to prolong his job
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen one of these years okay we're building. We're built. The the blocks are in place. I mean, yeah. it looks like kids' blocks, but the the tower is getting a little bit bigger, and you know we're going to surpass seventy wins soon yeah. enough for you. Yeah, we'll get there. I think uh, <laughs> I think predictions have them at sixty seven wins. So is that uh, what they have in
0: there this yeah. year? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, first anyway. <laughs> we're before we dive into that train wreck, we are going <laughs> to talk about uh, the two biggest things that have happened this off season has been transactions. Right. Um, you know, two biggest transactions being. One that hurts the heart for me, because I'm a huge fan of his, is uh, Nolan Arenado. And then, of course, uh, in the American League, good old Francisco Lindor.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of these transactions. I'm a big fan of loyalty, Um, especially when it goes to the Nolan Arenado uh, transaction. He signed a, a major contract with the Rockies just last year yeah and i think when he signed that contract he had the feeling that they were going to build the team around him and still continue to be contenders well looks like ownership had other ideas and uh he was not too pleased with that which i don't blame him for that um but i just if you sign a big deal like that i i feel you need to stay with the team um and you know i think he was he was led falsely and you know, I don't blame him for wanting to go, but I also want to see him stay. I want to see the Rockies be competitive. I want uh, to see Nolan Arenado spend his whole career with the Rockies, just like yeah. Robin Young did with the Brewers or George Brett with the Royals or Alan Trammell with the Tigers. Um, same thing with Frankie Lindor. Um, you know, it's Cleveland. Cleveland's notorious for this. Uh, they'll uh, they'll. Draft great. They'll build up a great team, and then they'll pull it apart. They did it back in two thousand seven with uh, Sabathia and uh, uh, all those great, the great pitching staff they had there. They went all the way to the ALCS and lost to Boston, and then they tore that team apart. I think that team could have stuck together, and maybe won a World Series if they, you know, not decided to cut pay again. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, um,
0: that's one of the huge things that I think that you and I really notice is that. When it comes to, you know, today's baseball world, it's very much um, it's very much player empowerment, you know, where you and I are very much wanting to go to the old school, which is, you know. Uh, loyalty, yeah, you know. You come up uh, in the farm system.
1: You win as you win as a group. You lose as a group, and you continue to fight. You know, you look at the Tigers teams going back to Detroit of uh, the '80s. There, they all came up through the farm system together. They won the World Series together. They won in '87 the division together, and then the team started to disband over the years. But you know, they went through the ups and downs together as a team, and that's something that's not. Happening as much in modern baseball here. I mean, hopefully Mike Trout signed that big deal. Hopefully he stays an angel for life. I mean, I don't think he wants yeah. to tackle that contract, but nope. um <laughs> you know, but you look at, you know, I thought no one would want to tackle the Arenado contract after he signed that, but they found a way to deal him. Um, but you see it a lot. You see it in Oakland. Um, how many players have we seen go through Oakland that's been so good? Jo- Josh Reddick, Cespedus, um, you know, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Mm-hmm. You know, the list goes on where they just, you know, it's those mid-market teams that they, they can't afford to compete with a team like the Yankees or the the Dodgers or the Red Sox or, you know, but the Red Sox are going through rebuilding, but, you know, are the Mets. That's why I think that, you know, baseball should start leaning towards the way of a, a salary cap. I know they got the luxury tax, but your rich teams like the Yankees that are raking in millions, almost billions of dollars a year they don't mind paying the luxury tax if they're going to continue to keep getting the players to be competitive. I think a, a salary cap should come in so that those mid-market teams can be just as competitive. Um, you know, Tampa is an exception to the rule where they continue to just be competitive, but then once their players reach a certain point, then it's time to deal with them like they did with Blake Snell. Um, but I think a salary cap coming into that would, uh, would level the playing field and, and make, you know, the mid-market, mid, mid-market level teams, have a chance to compete every year and not just rely on hopefully, well, hopefully our draft picks work out. Yeah. So they'd be able to get those free agents and, uh, you know, try and make the deals that will happen that the Yankees or the Dodgers don't just scoop everything up.
0: Yeah. It's always that coast to coast feeling where it's like everybody's very much, you know, cares about New York and LA and they don't, you know, they don't care about what's going on in the middle of America. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so you're seeing a lot of players jump. To yep. Teams where they can get notice more, thus bigger mm-hmm. contracts. Yep. I think that's what hurts about the the Arenado trade. While he did go to St. Louis, it's not like St. Louis is you know, um, L. A. or New York. But at the same time, they are kind of like grandfathered in as being a big spending team.
1: Yep. Yep. Which kind
0: of strikes me as odd that somebody like Colorado can't spend. I mean, Denver is huge. Yeah. Yeah. It, does, you know? it doesn't
1: make sense. You know, I I don't know if it's. The revenue or what's going on, you know, in the books. Why not, you know, spend spend the money? If you spend the money, yeah. you're going to get the player. You're going to get the fans to come to the seats, and you're going to sell your concessions. You're going to sell your souvenirs, yep. and you're gonna you're gonna make money. But you need to put a competitive team out on the field. And I'm looking at Colorado for this year. Not they've dealt. You know, who they have left? Trevor Story,
0: Blackman. Yeah, and Trevor Story's already getting. He's already picking it up kind of as being possibly the top yeah. shortstop coming into next year's free agency. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I just think a salary cap should be put in place just to try and level the playing field. You know, not every team you know is going to be able to, to spend like uh, you know, a team like the Yankees or a team like the Dodgers or even going to the Angels with, with yeah. Trout. You know, not everyone's going to be able to do that. Um, it's no, uh, yeah, it's bad for yeah, baseball. It's bad right? for baseball. I want to, you know, I don't want to see the same teams in, in the World Series every year. I mean, how many times mm-hmm. have the Dodgers now made the World Series? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the Dodgers. Great, great team, fun to watch, and everything. But I want to see something different. I want to see a team like the Reds make a run. Yeah, I want or, to see, or the Pirates. You know, or the Pirates again. You know. You know. I mean,
0: when Kansas City had their little, you know, their two three. For- stint run there where they you know I made a to back world series I want to see the
1: Tigers make a run again. There was yeah. a while with Dombrowski where Mike Illich wanted that title so bad that the Tigers did spend money. You know, the Tigers, Detroit's considered a you know mid market team. Mm-hmm. And uh you know I want to see the Tigers in it again. You know instead they're trying to pinch, pinch, pinch because you know they're not making the money like the bigger teams are and they can't afford to spend like them.
0: So yeah it comes to the question too where you get you know where you get GMs like Dave Dombrowski who come in and just decimate a farmed team <laughs> in order just to get huge free agents but then you see you see the effects of that later on i mean it happened in detroit where now we're you know but in we're this still fight rebuilding real, yes. yeah we're still rebuilding you know and poor boston i mean god i love mookie betts so much yep. but it's one of those things where it's you know he, he had to sacrifice just i mean it's like what's what's the cost of a championship yep, yep. you know i mean uh, what means more to a city, I mean, it comes down to do you want championships, which obviously everybody wants, or do you want a long, consistent mm-hmm. winning team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? uh, that's,
1: that's the million dollar question. Would you sacrifice losing for 10 years to get that one championship, or yeah. would you want to be competitive and maybe not get to the uh the mountaintop, but you're still in the playoffs every yep. year, you're still battling, you're still fighting in September? Do you want that, or do you want one championship and then decades of mediocrity?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those – and the the teams I remember, the teams you remember, the teams our dads remember is, you know, are the teams that won for a decade, you know. I mean, those mm-hmm. old teams. I mean, the Tiger teams, everybody remembers the Tigers of the 60s. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers the Tigers of the 80s. Yep. You know, I mean, look at the Los Angeles Dodgers in the 80s. They were like at the end of the 80s. They were really good, mm-hmm. yep. you know. And it's, you know, I mean uh, – If we're kind of like looking at that, they're going to remember those teams because they won, not just because of the World Series. I mean, obviously World Series helps, but they're always going to remember that run of being successful for however many years they did it. And the Tigers had it for a stretch there
1: from 2006 to, you know, 14, I'd say. And and now we're in the seven-year itch of a uh, rebuild. But you know, you remember those stretches and that uh, stuff's gonna stay with you because it was a consistent run. You know, it's not like you had boom, two thousand and eight, you came out of nowhere and you won it and then you you stink again. Yeah. You know, like you know, look at the the Pirates, you know, in the mid mid two thousand tens here where they had a good two or three year run, but they've stunk now since then. So you know but, Yeah. yeah I, I wanna see I, I it's I'd like to see a consistent run. That's you know, even if you're not getting the World Series, you can talk about uh you know, hey, we didn't get the World Series, but hey, we had a good, you know we had fun those five years. You know, watching it, it was it was fun to watch as opposed to you know some of your bad teams here where you're out of it by May.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot where, you know, by the time summer comes, it's like, well, this team ain't gonna make it. Let's hope they have a good. Uh, they can get some All Stars in yeah. there. You know, yeah. and COVID's kind of crazy too. This because uh, last year we all know with the shortened season and or the delay that happened. Mm-hmm. And, um. Everybody loved that Los Angeles, you know, there was a big push for Los Angeles to win. They they rightfully deserve it. But as we're seeing, like the Yankees do every year, it's like, let's reload. I mean, they signed, you know, signed what, Trevor Bauer? They signed
1: Trevor Bauer, and you look at their uh, – they're the first team since the Yankees did it to be a World Series champion to take in a reigning Cy, yeah. Cy Young winner since uh, New York got Roger Clemens. And uh, did they need Trevor Bauer? I don't think so. You got Walker Buehler on your team. Walker you Buehler, yeah. You know, you got David Price coming back. Right, yeah. You, got, you already have a loaded rotation. Did you need Trevor Bauer? No.
0: No, and it's no. just I reloading.
1: Mean, it is. You're just, you're just reloading to basically put a stranglehold on the NL West. Yeah. And the National League in general. I like what San Diego's doing. You know, I, th- I think San Diego's going to be the closest competition. Yeah. In the National League there. Um. You know, with, with the moves that they've made and picking up Blake Snell and uh, putting the pieces in place. They got a rotation that can match up with the Dodgers, but the the Dodgers need Bauer. No, no the Dodgers all. don't need Bauer. No,
0: neither. you know, and it's always going to be like that. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I do like seeing everybody likes seeing players get paid eventually. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to see somebody like George Springer. Yeah. The hard um, work pays off. The hard work does pay off, yep. you know, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, let's just, let's just pay as much as we can right now. Inflate you know, inflate our uh inflate our payroll and then dump it if it doesn't work or if it does work, it's you're still seeing fire sales.
1: Yeah. And and I've I've seen it in some of the acquisitions, which we'll talk to in a little bit of what the Tigers did. You know, they signed Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman it just goes to show you can hit two fifty in baseball and make twenty million dollars. Yeah. I, I'd like to have a job where I only do 22 20 percent of the year, 20 25 percent you know get on base 25 percent of the time and get paid 20 million i'll take that fucking amazing you know it's
0: uh, well yeah let's go into that i mean let's i mean since we're already here let's let's go into that let's talk about you know uh, you know uh, we can start with the tigers seeing yeah. it's our very first, first podcast mm-hmm. and we want to uh discuss our team you mm-hmm. know at the top. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, and the Tigers are kind of a good forefront. Um, They just signed uh, Nomar yeah, Mazzara. Yeah. Yep,
1: they did. They to did.
0: a very cheap deal. I mean, a very cheap deal. One year, just One, under, what was it, like 175? 1.75, 5, yeah. uh, I mean, yep. you, you can't pass it up, you know.
1: That's notorious for the Tigers, at least during this rebuild, as they'll, they'll They'll take a diamond in the rough, or yeah. You know, they'll take they'll take a chance to someone that's kind of down and hope that that person can turn it around. Yep. And then if if he turns it around, then they can trade him and uh, trade into a contender and hope to get some prospects back in return. You look at what they did with Leonis Martin; they signed him for dirt cheap, and then they turned him around, trade him to Cleveland, and we got Willie Castro. Yeah, which which looks to be our, coming, f- our future uh, shortstop. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's you know pr- you know projected. I'm looking at Mazzara. Projected 15 home runs, 60 RBIs, a 254 batting average. I mean, that's projections. You know, he's coming off a down year last year, but you look in the past, in you know, 2017, he had 20 home runs, 101 RBIs. He's only 25. I think he's going to be, he's almost 26. He'll be 26, April 26. So um, he's young. I think, you know, that, that's a steal for the Tigers. But then you look at a Robbie Grossman, where I think they signed him to a two year contract. And, uh, yeah, uh, he's career. he's Thirty one. 31. Yeah, he's gonna yep, thirty one. He turns thirty two in September, and uh, he's projected to hit two forty four with eleven home runs and fifty one RBIs. So, I mean, that just go you know goes to show he has a worse projection than Mazzara, but we signed him at ten million a season or so, mm-hmm. and we signed Mazzara at point,
0: But, but yeah. it's like Vegas. It's like playing the tables. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you just said it when we entered into this. I mean, you basically were like, well, you know, uh, you're hoping, you yeah. know, you, you you buy low, you sell, sell high. high. Exactly. You know, and, and that's kind of been the Tigers for the better half of, what, five going on six years
1: almost? Yeah, yeah, since about 2017 when they had their fire sale. Yeah, and, and, so. and that's, this,
0: that's kind of the case with a lot of teams. I yeah. mean, you're seeing – a lot of these players, I mean, I, you know, I look at something like Seattle, right? I mean, a lot of their, like, King, you know, Hernandez, I mean, he basically got old. So they mm-hmm. had to sit there and inject um, mm-hmm. that farm system to kind of raise it up. So they're not gonna, you're not going to see a lot of the high, because they've kind of been through what the Tigers have been through. Yep. Like, look at Robinson Cano. They paid all that mm-hmm. money to Robinson yep. Cano, and, and he it. never really did anything for them. They didn't make the playoffs ever, did they? I, I don't think so. And if they did, it wasn't enough to keep him around yeah. because they peddled his ass over yep. to New York yeah, yeah, to be exactly. somebody else's problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think he's going to be a big problem. He's out for the season with uh, with steroids, right? I think he busted. Well, again? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the second or third time? Yeah. So, what is it?
0: Three. What is it? What's it in baseball that's like three, it's three, three in your out? out? Yeah. In your black ball?
1: I think he's on his second strike he got uh, suspended for half a season and then he got busted again. Here. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was a big reason I think that they wanted to enhance their infield because they got Jeff McNeil at second. Now they can, now they have Lindor at short. Mm-hmm. So that's going to open up that infield dramatically. I mean, yeah. The yeah, Reds, yeah. They had, they sold, they, uh, they let go of a couple of their prospects, but nobody that's going to change it, I don't think, for the Indians. Yeah.
1: I mean, let, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, when you make deals and people talk about the prospects. Um, yeah. Yeah. You don't know if the prospects are going to pan out. Oh, it's, it's always so a it, It's a gamble when it comes to that. When it comes to transactions like that, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you could have a deal with uh, uh, the Chris Archer deal. Um, who did Tampa Bay get back and return
0: there? They got like a... Oh, like, man. Austin Meadows was yeah, part of that deal. Yep. Remember they got, yep. uh, got uh, Shane Baugh part of that deal? I mean, they got some... They got some legitimate pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at the Tigers when they made the deal for Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. And everyone else,
1: you know, the can't-miss prospects with Cameron Maven and Jacob, you know, or not a Jacob Turner, but, um, you know, that those guys just made it pan out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah big time. I mean, uh, what was Andrew Miller a part of that Andrew trade? Andrew Miller was a uh, – yeah. I mean, he was a good journeyman. Yep. talk about a reliever. But, yeah, I, but, God, if we're talking about that, I mean, look at – the Tigers got burned again then because if we can look at the JV deal, the yeah. Justin Verlander mm-hmm. deal, I mean – it was a good deal on paper, but we have yet to see a return see, from that deal. Yep, yep and what still, was another one that still, just sucked? JD oh, uh, Martinez, Martinez deal which is basically a salary because
1: Dowell Lugo is you know and Sergio Alcantara. Are, yeah, it was basically a salary dump yeah. for, for the Tigers there, in hopes that something panned out. And it's, it, well, it, you it and I were talking about out.
0: that last week, and that uh, Sergio Alcantara. Yep. I was like, well, he's part of it, and then the next day they he cleared waiver or yeah. somebody picked him up off waivers yeah. or something, and yeah. I was like. Oh, okay, I see where this is going. So yeah. the only one from that deal that remains is King. Yeah. Is Jose King. Yeah. Some shortstop that's never gonna yeah. hit his weight, you know? So
1: like, yeah. It, it it comes down to it, you know, where you got you gotta look at it with, yeah, you know, our prospects look good, you know, we're ranked here, but are these prospects gonna pan out? I think it comes down to development with the player development and uh and just hoping and praying that they do, but you can't yeah. just you know, hoard your prospects here in in hopes that everything's going to pan out if you got a chance to, you know, get a Frankie Lindor or, you know, then it's, do you you make the deal and and hope that you can lock up Lindor for a few more years or do you uh, hold on to those prospects and hope that you can, uh, you know, in, in the end, they all pan out?
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of teams that gamble, and a lot of teams we don't hear about a lot nope. that end up losing that. Uh, I think Minnesota's nope. been through that. I think the Diamondbacks have been through that. Yep. like I, I just mentioned, Seattle. I mean, they're a team that got smart and said, "Fuck it, we're going to go all in on prospects to the draft." Yep, because exactly. Because their returns just weren't nothing. They just weren't getting anything yep. from it. Yep. You know, and then we'll go to the other side of the spectrum of LA and New York, and it, to them, it's like you know, fuck, uh, you know, fuck the, uh, the farm. Let's let's go and just buy in these free, high mm-hmm. dollar free agents. I did like when the Yankees were actually building when they were
1: building with Aaron Judge and uh you know, then Miguel and Duhar, Global, Global yeah, Torres, and they're they're making deals. You know, when they traded Raul's Chapman, and they got uh you know, they got what Clint Fraser, yeah, and Red Thunder, away. yeah, yeah. You know, and I like you know when they were making they were making moves like that, but now they've fallen back into their old ways. And you look at the Dodgers too. For the longest time, when they when they were not quite getting over the mountaintop, they were getting it with with players that yeah. were coming up through the system, like Cody Bellinger or a, a uh, Corey Seager or yep. you know, Jock yep. Peterson or. You know players like that, and then they finally decided. Well, I'm going to start spending. Get Mookie Betts, (laughs) sign him to a long term deal. We'll now pick up Trevor Bauer, and you know load load up that way. So
0: yeah, it's it's just it's the endless cycle that you know that Steve and I are talking about, where it's basically like, man. It's great to inject youth into the game, but the game kind of loses that flair if there is no loyalty. I think loyalty has always been a big part of baseball exactly. through through when we look when we look back on the history of baseball, baseball has almost the greatest history that of any sport in my opinion in I agree opinion, yep. Right? Yep. And, and and what always remained you can identify players with teams, and I yep. think that was always. The lore, the the luxury. You know, Babe Ruth is a Yankee. Willie Mays is a Giant. Jackie yep. Robinson is a a Dodger. Sure. Hank Aaron's a Brave. Oh, Hank Aaron as yep. a Brave. I mean, Mickey Mantle is a Yankee. Yankee yep. uh, Duke Snyder, Dodgers. Dodgers. I mean, we're naming yep. some big, you know, big guys here. But you can always, you know, we're even talking smaller guys. I mean, those, those are top tier guys. I and mean, we talked about Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker being Tigers. Yep. I mean, you'll never remember them as anything else. Yep. You yeah. know, it's just stuff like that that's just really disappointing in baseball and which, you know, makes the game just almost uh, very fleeting, you know, very, mm-hmm. you know, what's the new flavor of the month? And I think this is, you know, we're we're bitching about something that everybody bitches about, you know, yeah. but I, I don't think people who do baseball podcasts, I don't think they actually say it all out. They sit there and just say, well, well it is what it is. Yeah. You
1: know? No, I mean, we're not afraid to. To let it out. Yeah. So you know, today we're gonna do something yes, about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, exact. look
0: out, Albia. Yeah. Gunning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna do something about it in this podcast. You guys are listening to something that's probably legal right now. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's 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 the whole thing. I mean, yep. that's you know yep. it is what it is. So yeah. So
1: looking at transactions for the off season here, yeah. which which teams do you think uh have, have done the best? This oh, offseason, wow. looking um, at it,
0: you know, okay,
1: steals are you know picked up the most, you know, re, you know their stock is the highest after the moves. That yeah, here in the off season. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, well, I mean, we're talking. I mean, I'm not going to hate on the big market, but you got to love the moves of um i like the cubs first off i love what the cubs did by getting jock peterson mm-hmm. I, I think jock peterson yep. is a game changer yep. he adds that extra what is he he sucks against lefties isn't it lefties it's no good against yeah and uh i mean he's very one-dimensional sometimes but mm-hmm. i like him in the in the outfield i think he comes up in big he's one of the best clutch players him and kiki hernandez yep yep oh my god yeah absolutely amazing
1: yeah yeah, it was a as a smart move there, uh, by the or by the uh, Cubs there, and it's again, you know, they didn't spend big bucks to get Jackson, no. you know, but they they got a guy who's a, a proven leader, a guy that's gonna you know go out there, he's gonna he's gonna hit you know, yeah. twenty, thirty, you know, up close to forty home runs, driving close to eighty runs a year. Yep, um, you know he's you know. Batting average right around that two fifty—that our favorite number here. But
0: yeah. uh, we call it the uh, the Bryce Harper average. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
1: exactly. exactly. What, what,
0: you know what's more ridiculous than paying somebody over three hundred million who <laughs> hits under three hundred? it's that's yeah. ludicrous. I'm yeah, sorry. they're probably just paying for his hair.
1: Let's you know, be uh, realistic here. Uh, you know, I've never uh,
0: seen one. You know, <laughs> that guy became a viral sensation. At a young age, and it's like he's rode that wave oh, ever yeah. since then.
1: Oh, well, that wave all the way in oh, the bank! Oh my god! <laughs> you know, yeah, I like I like what the uh, the Cubs there what they did. Um, I like what the the Brewers did getting Colton Wong. I wish yeah. the the Tigers would have made a move on Colton Wong. Yeah, you but, and I have talked about that. He's um, a solid bat. He's gonna he's gonna drive and runs. He's a solid fielder. Yep. Um, you know, and they got him for dirt cheap, very you know? cheap. Yeah. I like I, I love that move. You know, the Brewers are another one; of those mid, mid, you know, mid-market teams. They're, you know, they tried to make a splash there with Christian Yelich, and you know, they locked him up uh, long term. Yeah, that was smart. they're They're it's very, very smart. Yeah. yeah, and you know, they're just one of those teams that's hanging around. You know, just doing doing what you have to do to try and compete. But I like that Colton Wong uh, signing there by the Brewers, and. Um, you we got the Tigers. You know, they got Jonathan Scope. I was happy to see Jonathan Scope come yeah, back. Yeah, I, I do, you too. Know? I like and, that signing. Uh, um, you know, I like Jonathan Scope. He's got a solid glove, and he's going, he's going to drive in some runs for you. Um, so, I'm I'm very, you know, very happy with that for a Tiger side of it. It's probably one of the signings that I actually like, the Tigers, that and the Mazzaro one that we talked about earlier.
0: Um, I mean, you've got to give props to the Cardinals for getting get Arenado. I mean, we up. might hate it all yeah. day long, but at the end of the day, and, the and, Cardinals are
1: going to be back in it again. And you got to give props to the uh, the Mets for getting Lindor and, oh, and, and trying to get everyone else. You know, like they, you know, yeah. like another New York team with the Knicks. You sure heard the rumors, yeah? You know, yeah. You, you know yeah. the, the Met. I give them props for trying. They were able to nab their big guy in Lindor. Yep. You know, trying to turn the corner there. They tried as hard as they could on Bauer. I think they were actually uh, their uh, offer to Bauer was more than what the Dodgers were. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Really? Um, wow. You know, but you know, give, give them credit for trying there. They They're trying to compete with the Yankees yeah. as another team in uh, in New York. But you know, the Yankees are pretty quiet. They got DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. Um, yep. But the Yankees are stacked anyway. They don't need to really. Yeah. Their payroll. Else, you know. uh,
0: the the Stanton contract. Really kind of fucks them yeah. over, yeah. and they know that they got to pay judge soon. Yep. And I think you know their reckoning's coming, where it's you're yeah, gonna have going to, to choose, to choose between Stanton and- or. Clayborn yep. and or yep. Exactly. Judge, yep, exactly. So that, that, that you know that's down the road, and I think you know, but in pure Yankee fashion, you can get any, rid of any one of those guys, and they're just going to fill <laughs> it with somebody else. <laughs> yep. Fill
1: with someone else, you know, either with their farm system or uh, yeah. Well,
0: but we both know they're going to buy it. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, Trout might be unhappy. He's like, fuck, I'm not making my, you know, i going on year twelve here, not making the playoffs. You know, <laughs>
1: you know what? New York's is about as close to Philadelphia as I can get. Yeah. W- what about the Phillies? Screw the Phillies. <laughs> yeah. 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 that's it,
0: exactly it. You know, I mean, you know, I, I, I do give props to the Phillies last year, um, for trying to build, I, I give them props this year, actually. What Let, let's give Don't, them props for signing real muto. The guy's the only good catcher left in baseball. Aside from Buster Posey. I think, seen you, his can, better uh, days.
1: I think you can thank old Dave Dombrowski for that one. Yeah. He probably went up to ownership and said, all right, David's here. Time to get out those checkbooks.
0: Yeah. That, that's exactly <laughs> what they did. He's just like, all right. You know, I, I, one of the funny things I thought that you said, uh, once they got Dombrowski, within a minute, Steve got you went. R.I.P. Farm yep. System. <laughs> R.I.P. Phillies Farm System. I tweeted it like I kept it like was my own. That shit was so funny, I couldn't stop laughing. About you know, that. You, you look <laughs> at
1: uh, Boston still licking their wounds from oh. uh, from, from the uh, Dombrowski. I just years. don't see and, how you
0: let a generational player like that go. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'd sell the farm to keep Mookie. Uh, yeah, but,
1: you know, <sighs> Dombrowski you know, thought it was more important to get David Price and uh, J.D. Martinez and sign locked And Chris Sale. Who can forget Chris Sale? Yeah, Chris Sale. I yeah. believe he was out for another chunk of time. Didn't he have surgery or is he coming back?
0: Uh, he's coming back. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's definitely coming back, but it's not like he's going to – I don't think he's going to do much. No you know <laughs> the best thing he did was cut up the, his jersey <laughs> in, Chica- in the Chicago got White t- Sox
1: yeah and he got kicked out of the uh before the game even started yeah
0: what was that it was a few years it, ago it was, it was retro night retro night and he, he
1: thought the jersey was so ugly <laughs> that he 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 cut it up in the locker yeah. room and uh, uh, into pieces, and the managerial staff was yeah. like, "All right, you're going. You're, you're not. You're not pitching. Yeah, he was to supposed to start
0: that <laughs> night. I mean, that, talk about a flex move. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, well, that's that's uh, Chris Sale. But yeah. you know, one thing we are seeing this year is there are there are kind of lack of moves. I mean, big time mm-hmm. moves and. You know, a lot of people have pointed out. Just like people COVID? are, there are some high risks. You know, you yeah. do have the Arenado trade, you do have the Lindor trade. Think, you know, the Bowers, stuff like that. But I think um,
1: COVID's left uncertain. You know? Yeah, uh, totally. That's why you're you know? seeing these like are the pathetic gonna, contracts. Are the fans going to be here? You know, by the time the season starts, they're going to get there at some point. Because if the fans aren't there, they're not buying your souvenirs. They're not buying your beer they're Yeah, not buying your hot dogs. So you're you're not you're not making the money there. So I think um, yeah, you know. Uh, Owner general managers are kind of hesitant to, uh, to spend the money right now because they don't know how much money their revenue they're going to pull in this year. You
0: that know? is, it's scary to think about. And, and I mean,
1: it, it's yeah, so I'm going to be surprised, you know, once things get back to quote unquote normal, which hopefully it will be in the next few months, yeah. that uh, this next offseason we'll start seeing the contracts again. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm curious though to see if that's going to be the way to go or if they have found a way to make their team work with a smaller, a smaller pay scale. And say, hey, you know, this is working. Now I can
0: make more money off my concessions and stuff and not pay the players as much. Now that is interesting. You might have struck something. So we're talking about baseball. We're talking about loyalty. We're talking about how baseball needs a salary cap. What if this is like a backdoor salary cap happening? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, some of the players will cross the picket line for these cheaper contracts out of fear of never getting paid.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Exactly. Exactly, like you know. a, like a Nomar Mazara or John yeah. Scope, who were afraid that oh no one no one wants me. Yeah, I got to take the the closest thing I can get to get some money here because I got to provide for my family. That's
0: super smart. I mean, we're, we might see that with like CJ Kron. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was hoping the Tigers would have got him again, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, he might be fear. He's like, well, you know, I know what I'm worth, but I know I. Can't get that money right now. Yep. So I might go for a one year, one mil or two million dollar yep. contract
1: and then prove myself on the field and hope that next offseason I get paid. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I, I never really thought about that. I mean, that could be almost like a backdoor salary cap, mm-hmm. which would be illegal. I mean, yes. Yeah. Big that, time, that's, that's, you know, I yeah, mean, we're not condoning that. Yeah. We're definitely not condoning that. But, we definitely don't hate it. No, no, <laughs> um, we don't. We don't. It might keep people in uh, on their teams longer, but it, it is interesting because you're right. If some of these do prove to work, mm-hmm. that would be interesting. I mean, I really loved the Ben attendee move. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, the Red Sox traded Ben attendee the other day to the Royals. Yep, I thought it was a great move. Yep. I thought it was a great move one because this guy is going to be comp- this guy's dirt cheap. I mean, I think I don't even think he. I think he's still playing off his rookie salary. Uh, but even if but even if he's not he's a cheap guy because yeah. he's had a couple down years yep. um but he's a guy that it's a low risk high reward you yep. know I mean, the guy exactly. has a high ceiling to begin with exactly. I think I think that the I think he was trying to capture something everybody was calling him the next yeah you know the next Carl Yastrzemski. and
1: yeah he's still on this rookie contract he uh he's getting paid 6.6 6 million to play this year but
0: that's nothing that's yeah
1: 6.6 you know, 6 million for a guy that's is is Really, yeah, he's and he's
0: probably looking for a change. He's looking, yeah, for, a
1: change looking of scenery. for a change. He, you know, he won his World Series in Boston. Yep, yep. You, know, you look at players like that sometimes, you know, hey, I won my World Series early on here. Now I can, uh, you know, I can focus on on doing what I love to do, yeah. you know, playing the game. You, know, you look at Miguel Cabrera, he won so early in Florida that he, you know, he didn't have to, you know have that pressure on him going through the rest of his career. Yeah, you're going to have to fight for it. Keep, you know, thinking is this going to be the year? Is this going to be the year? You know, he's he's won it, so now he can just relax, have fun. You know, you can win some more. Obviously, you want to win some more, but now, you you know, you got the pressure off of you. You sit back, you relax, and uh, you you, you play the game, and you know, you're getting a guy that you know, he's, he's in the lineup almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in 2020. I think he's battling some uh, some injuries there in 2020. But he's going to get you a consistent 280 to 90 average. He's going to drive you in some runs. And
0: uh, yeah, and he can. I've seen him. I've seen him bat number two. I've seen him bat one. I've yep. even seen him in the middle of the lineup. And yep. I've seen him, he's been all over the lineup. But yep. he's never really been a three guy. No. Um. He's not a blast of the order guy. Although right. he has hit. You know, he can do it. I mean, yep. anybody can do it. But right. You know, but you could plug and play him and. You know, yeah, I, I he's, think
1: he's perfect in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah you compliment him with the Whitmery Field over there. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Jorge yeah, Soler, yeah. and you know they got some. The uh, Kansas City's loading up again. Which, yeah, I just, love know, Kansas City's outlook. I mean, they got, know, got Bobby got Br- Witt Jr. Yeah, coming up from Br- the farm. Singer, you know. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. They, you know they they you know so he's he's a perfect fit for for that team, and you know he can shine and then it's up to the Royals I don't, I don't know how many years he has left on his rookie deal oh, it
0: has you know, be? I think this yeah, is, this is year it, yeah. is probably his neck is last yeah uh,
1: you know, and we'll see then what the Royals do yeah you know they want to hold on to him and build around him because he's so young he's only 20 25. You know, he's yeah he's twenty twenty he's just in 26. well so. it's almost like
0: he's like the opposite of Eric Cosmer remember when Eric Cosmer he was so good but he they couldn't retain, they couldn't pay him what he wanted to be paid. Mm-hmm. So he ended up going to San Diego. Yep. Well, yep. it's like he already got, you know, Ben got the big time kind yep. of, you know, like you said, he won a yep. World Series. And, yep. He, you he's know, had the
1: limelight in Boston. Maybe he wants to be on a small... Become a star, yep. or, you know, yep. become a star on his Be, own. be the cornerstone of a, uh, you know, yeah. of, a, of a team. You know, essentially have, you know, Build around me. Don't build around Mookie.
0: Me and Steve like, are saying he is a sleeper. There.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look out. He is a sleeper. I think he's going to bounce back this year. Big time. You big know? time.
0: So. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's. You know. Uh, you know. When I was talking about Bobby Wood Jr., mm-hmm. I want to talk into because I was looking at Bobby Wood Jr. baseball cards yesterday. True. Uh, okay, we're talking baseball cards. <laughs> this is a part of the podcast that we're gonna add. Uh and when fantasy baseball comes, we'll fucking talk about fantasy yep. baseball. Why? Yep. Do fucking love baseball. Yep, exactly. Um exactly. You know, at this point, uh Steve, I'd say Steve's collection is like if you don't see it, it's like the 20th wonder of the world. I mean, the thing is amazing. <laughs> um this guy doesn't do just cards, he does everything. No, Tell no. us just a little bit. Just tell everybody just a little bit of what your collection includes. So, He's a main Tiger guy. Yeah. So,
1: so it's going to focus around Detroit Tigers. Yeah. Um, a lot of what I got into, um, if you go the card route, I am big into Detroit Tiger team sets. So I have, um, I'm i close to completing my Detroit Tiger 1967 Tops uh, team set. It's a 30-card set, and I'm one card away on that. Um, starting with 2020, I got Tiger team sets from 2020 back to 2018. Uh, six, and then a little gap, and then uh, going from the 90s all the way back to the late 70s. So starting to fill in the gaps there. Um, you go into a lesser known thing that people get are Detroit Tiger yearbooks. So um, oh, yeah. I got Detroit Tiger yearbooks from 63 up until 92 with a couple of years missing. 68, um, I'm missing that, but... Uh, in these yearbooks, then I'll take them out to card shows or to the Whitecaps when they do Tiger Wednesdays, and i got autographs in them. So I got a 1984 Detroit Tiger yearbook signed by, I believe, 20 or 21 members of the 84 Tigers. I got a 69 Detroit Tiger yearbook signed by I think, 16 or 17 members of the 68 Tigers. I recently acquired a 74 Detroit Terrier yearbook signed by, I think, 24 members of the team, including Norm Cash. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I've am really in the last, I'd say, 12 years or so gotten into the autograph side of memorabilia. Um, and i really getting into each year, Michael and I will will buy a Topps Hobby Box for Series 1, Series 2, and yeah. sometimes 2 or 3. And we'll crack those open. So we're really getting into... Uh, those cards each year, and you know, rookie cards are skyrocketing on those. You know, I got a Juan Soto, uh, Acuna rookies, Bo Bichette, yeah, Vlad Jr. You know, so you get you know cards like that, more of the recent stuff. So, and that's I, I, one
0: thing that you and I have always, we started figuring out. I mean, we have kind of always knew it, but we knew. We're going to invest in stud rookies that we yep. think are going to make an impact. Yep.
1: You talk about it like the stock market. Oh, you, big time. You, you buy low and you hope that these turn into Mike Trout cards. Yeah. Um, you know, we look at people like Bo Bichette or Vlad Bobo, yeah. or Acuna or Aaron judge, hopefully, or a, a Soto, where you're buying the cards low or you're getting them in packs and you're hoping that those cards skyrocket like the 2011 tops update Mike Trout, which yeah. goes for thousands of dollars.
0: Um, I mean, the Juan Soto alone is huge. I mean, I remember when he first came to the league. You and I were getting his rookie. I mean, right now we have a hobby box sitting behind us. We're going to open not uh, right now, but yeah. but you know we're looking at rookies coming out this year, like the next Juan Soto. Yep. You know, and yep. we we used to get Juan Sotos, and then you look at some of like his foils and some of his. I remember when Target came out with their special special edition. Yep. Yep. We're looking at three hundred, four hundred bucks for some Juan yeah. Sotos
1: now. Yeah, and you look at the hobby boxes. Have skyrocketed in price. Um, a hobby box for tops 2021 this year, running about 130. That's you insane. You look at how much I paid last year for a 2019 hobby box, about 85. So what do you?
0: Okay, now what do you? What are your thoughts? Because I don't really know. Do you think it's a COVID thing, or do you think the value? in cards is kind of kind of skyrocketed i think the
1: value in cards have have skyrocketed because people are investing more in cards right now and i think it is partially due to the pandemic i think the pandemic has brought a new uh love for collecting baseball cards or sports cards in general i know football hockey uh, basketball that sort of thing um i think that this this pandemic has helped raise the the stock in, in baseball cards and uh um, and you don't know if you're going to pull like the next, you know, Mike Trout or the next Juan Soto. I was looking at Legends the other day and they had um, a series two, 2019 series two uh, hobby box that I had bought for I think right around $100 last year. Jesus. And an unopened hobby box, they were selling it for, I think, $160, 170
0: for, wow. for,
1: for series two. For an unopened box? Yeah, for an, an unopened box. and That was just last year. So just in the last year, the box is almost doubled.
0: I mean that's amazing. I mean, and, and you're gonna come across rookies like Acuna Junior and some of those guys. I mean, God, he's another one. He's another one where it's like his stock is like raising. Mm-hmm. I mean, his stock is so far up now. Yep. And it's it's a good investment. I mean, if you, if you are a card collector, I think. Like Steve said, I mean, you're going to want to get in on some of these guys early on because you can't come in and be like, well, I want to I want to get into a Jose Altuve and, and work my way up. I mean, his market's already set. Yeah. So his exactly. cards, I mean, eh, the cheating scandal didn't help. But I mean, if you get like, you know, a rookie, a rookie card, you know, from Panini or something that's signed, I mean, that that shit's going to go, you yeah, know, and it's yeah. like, you know, you could have got it for a penny. You could have got it for dollars. Yeah, you know. I look
1: at the I look at the Mike Trout. I wish it would have gotten back into collecting. I think, <sighs> I think like everybody you, you, that. you and I got back into collecting around what fourteen or fifteen or so. yeah, after was, a decade or so of yeah, hiatus. Yeah, so. Um, if I had just started three years earlier, I could have got you know a pack of Tops update for bought four, three, four three four bucks and pulled yeah. the Mike Trout, and now that you know card graded ten is six figures. I think. Jesus.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, what do the new ones sell for? The uh, the biggest one. Because at first it was uh, I can't think, but I know it went for like two point five million recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what was the? Because it surpassed Mickey Mantle.
1: Yeah, the, the Mickey Mantle actually surpassed it. Again. That's what it was. So Mickey That's Mantle surpassed Trout. Uh, I think he sold for five point two or something. The, the fifty-two Bowman. Yeah. Uh, I think it was graded nine, maybe PSA nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that went for for big bucks, dude. That. Ugh. Yeah, you know, then you that look at you look at our dads' generations where they were growing up in the 50s and 60s. They could have got a pack of cards for a nickel and pulled out a Mickey Mantle right there. Hold hold on to that, and uh, that's thousands of dollars. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, they're like, well, Duck Hodges or some of these other bums they like throw them <laughs> in their their spokes or whatever. Yeah. But you know, yeah, they keep had, their favorite players. My
1: dad had, uh, I think he said three or four Carly Stripsky rookie cards. Jesus, you know, and he he kept a couple, through some of his spokes for his for his bike. You know, you know, some of the players, you know. Throw, throw them in there. And you know, he told a story of uh, uh, when my grandpa was redoing the, the paneling in our living room there. Uh, they threw some cards in the uh, the paneling as he closed it up. So those cards are still there. Tempted to go back to the house with oh. a uh, you know, little uh, crowbar there and uh, yeah. open the thing it's up. Funny. So,
0: it's, what's that address real quick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah let, what's let that address?
1: Uh, let, let me share that with you. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, Mike? You know, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You show up with a flashlight on there. <laughs> Mike? She like, beat me to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. But you, you just – you never know. And I think uh, I think people are – the prices are going up because they're hoping to get the uh, – they're yeah. hoping that Bobby what Jr. is going to be the next Mike Trout or yep. Casey Mize is going to be the next uh, Justin Berlander or something. We're all gunning for Casey you know, Mize or- right now or Acuña is going to you know his stock hopefully continues yeah. to, to go up and you know I think that that's what that's what people are are shooting for and that's why the price of cards are going up you know the hobby box like I said was about 130 yeah um but a jumbo jumbo box is over 200 you know for for the jumbo packs so it's and I think you know we'll see if that continues to trend up that way I think it just depends on who the star rookies are going to be in in the box and that's going to set the uh the tone for how much a box of them is going
0: to cost. Well, who's the rookies we're looking at this year coming into the league?
1: So we got, I think there's Casey Mize in there. We got Joe Adele.
0: Mm. yeah, that's before. a
1: big one. Uh, Brady Singer is in there, I Brady believe. Singer, I love Brady. Singer. Um, Florida have to alone. look. I uh, just look at the list, but you know those are just a uh, handful. I think Isak Paredes is going to be in there for the Tigers. Uh, his rookie is going to be in there for Tops. Um, Sicto uh, Sanchez is going to be in there. Oh yeah, for Miami. Hey, yep, yeah, yep. another so, former Philly. Um, so I think those are on you know, the card. Those are highlights of you know what is Bo Bichette
0: considered a rookie this year? Or no,
1: no, his rookies were last year, so his he'll probably, probably have the tops All Star. Gotcha. Uh, you know because that's what they'll do: tops rookie All Star. They'll have the little trophy in, in the corner. So that's probably what they'll do on his cards this yeah, year. Yeah, like
0: we, you and I were talking about. um, You know, a lot of people. Rookies are kind of weird when it comes to Major League Baseball because when it comes to cards, um, because they have to play so many games to consider, consider to be considered to be a rookie. Mm-hmm. Now, while Mize is entering his rookie year, suppose you know technically, well, technically last year if he got a card of his last year in the updates or you know in the C- what would he bet in series two? Top? He would
1: be, yeah, I'd, I'd say series two if you know there the update series. So. And,
0: and it's like that those that's the that, real that, rookie card kind of like Verlander the, the same thing his, his 05 debut was his true rookie exactly. card, even though 06 people sell all the time
1: yeah or Mike Mike Trout played the handful of games in 2011 so his tops update card is considered his rookie card even though I think that's you know, 2012 wild. was his first you know real full
0: yeah full because it's, techni- it's, it's the technical right yep. it's like that was his true rookie debut year oh,
1: yep. exactly. you know so yeah, I mean, yeah baseball's weird like that you know um and so they and they make so many cards right now it's hard to hard to tell which ones are going to be the
0: the big ones yeah you know yeah
1: um uh it's just it's it's fascinating i'll say that
0: yeah it's a good market like and it's something it's uh a lot of people play the stock market a lot of people go to vegas a lot of people you know bet Uh, sports betting's huge now but you know uh for a lot of the People who don't want to spend tons of money. I mean, baseball cards, cards in, general, cards in general, are just good to get into. I mean, Steve and I, we we do this, uh, this singles night uh, for, for cards at a local shop here in town. And, um, you know, I mean, you see a lot of Zions. You see a lot of old MJs go. John I mean, Moran. Oh, John Moran. I mean, what, what's it in football right now? What's the big football sellers?
1: Uh, it would be Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Or, um, yeah. To uh, – Tua are uh, big. Uh, Justin Herbert. I've Justin, seen a few you know, Justin those Herbert. Go. Yep. You yep. know, if you go back, you know, because Tom Brady is big right now. Cause he just won the Super Bowl, so yeah. they'll, they'll plug her out. a lot of the Tom Brady rookie cards. His is his value has gone up big? Time uh, I can too. imagine. I wonder how
0: big those would eventually get. Uh, I well, mean, if he keeps on winning, <laughs> you know. know? And, uh, basketball. I, that's a market that I just can't believe how how much has exploded. Yeah, uh, it just skyrocketed, and baseball too. I mean, baseball is at, uh, coming up now, where it's like. You're seeing rookies like I remember. Remember the Bobichet we've seen not long ago. That was like for like a hundred oh, yeah. bucks. Was, we're like, what the fuck, yeah. man? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think all
1: that's a little bit too high of
0: a gamble way too me, high I of a think. gamble because he hasn't produced like no. that. No, and you have, I noticed. Okay, so if we're talking, if we're talking cards trending up and cards trending down, I think one card trending down is Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yep. I, I, I think people expected him to break out.
1: Yep, his cards were huge when he when he came out. The top's rookie card was big. Yeah, don't get rid and, of them. Still, yeah, yeah still, still hold on to him. But they were starting out. 20 25 30 oh, yeah. higher than that yeah. for the for the tops rookie and now you can you know, i'd have to look on ebay but you can get them for pretty cheap oh, um you know not not to say you try, you know throw them in your spokes or anything like that but yeah uh, he, he's a car that's definitely trending downward
0: right now. big time big
1: time
0: um up you could say you know up, acuna jr up, hold
1: on to those acunas your juan Sotos, yeah um you know, cards like that. Uh, We're talking
0: young players. If you want to go one old player, one, I've seen a little bit of a spike, not much, but enough to kind of make you raise your eyebrow. is Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. You won the MVP. MVP. Yep.
1: That MVP. I picked up, uh, that tops Chrome rookie uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, which I got you know a pretty good price on it, but yeah, uh, and I think he'll continue to if he keeps winning, continue to trend up. Braves keep doing well, he keeps producing. You know, his rookie was almost a decade ago, but uh, I think yeah, you're right. He's definitely a car that's trending up, uh, a car that's always uh, trending up. is uh, your personal favorite Mookie bets, oh, yeah. uh, he's always uh, you, know, yeah, you know buy as much bets as you can because I think he's just going to keep uh, yeah he's going to keep going. I went
0: to I went for a eighty three. What was it? It was like an 83 from his 2018 campaign. Mm-hmm. I went through, I went to, a, it was an 83 style tops. It was like an anniversary set. Okay. And this was a mint. This was a 10 gem. I and mean, it was a mint. Um, and the bidding started at 50. And I think the seller, this is on eBay, mind you. And I think the seller knew. And but and I think I ended up going over 100 and it, and I I, I I tapped out at 100. I'm like I'm not going more than that. And somebody ended up getting it for like 170 or something oh my like that. Gosh. And it's like oh my god! It's because it's an MVP. It wasn't yeah. a rookie. It wasn't any of this. Yeah. But it's insane. It yeah. is. The market's crazy. So when you do go into this market, just know. I just always. It's it's a simple market to follow, unlike the stock market. I mean, with baseball, if this player's doing well, buy high. I mean, buy buy low. It'll sell high.
1: Yep you are know? doing that with Willie Castro with the Tigers. And you know, I saw oh, you were loading up on him yeah. because you know, he had a great rookie or so campaign at over three hundred last year, he had power, yep. driving runs in. Hopefully he could choose to do that. So you can get his cards for pretty dirt cheap right
0: now. Yeah, and especially if you want something signed. Yep. Rookies are always signing shit, yep. a lot of shit. And exactly. the companies are like, you know, always throwing shit to sign at him. So you know, it came to us like, yeah, if I'm gonna get a Willie Castro, I can get something signed and I can get it for very cheap.
1: Yep, yep. And you Know and another one who you know he, he has a lot of hype and his cards are high right now is Spencer Torkelson from the Tigers.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, maybe if you want to gamble and get the Bowman Chrome or you know the Bowman card right now, I picked yeah. one up for 10 bucks. Hopefully, hopefully, it pans yeah. out. Um, you know, but you know, that, that's another one where you get his signed stuff is going over over a hundred dollars right now. So, yeah,
0: I mean, that's. Any of those know, be, number one because picks. of the
1: hype, he's a number one pick. He, you know, they they you know play him as a can't miss prospect. Yep. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, knock on wood for the Tigers, he is a can't miss prospect. But uh, um, he's he's another one where you know his cards are are starting out high right now, and you know, once he makes the majors, we'll see what happens from there. So yeah, and
0: it's you know yeah, we'll see. What's um. We'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah,
1: it's uh, February 12th here. Uh, so born on this day uh, is uh, Chet Lemon, 1984 Detroit Tigers great, um, Love center Chet. fielder. Uh, Tigers picked up Chet from uh, the White Sox in trade for Steve Kemp. And a uh, fun little fact about Chet Lemon is he played almost his entire baseball career with one glove. So oh, think Chet. about that. Think about that. I mean, know. how is that even possible? To you you look you look at players with bats and stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know, in cleats and he played with one glove his entire career.
0: I, I mean, mean. Is it it is crazy. I imagine he's had to relace that motherfucker. Oh, I,
1: bet, I bet he does it every year. It's probably like uh maintaining your car. Uh he probably, you know, every so often gets it relaced, re uh, you know, oil oil it up, all that. And, uh, but just imagine going through your whole your whole career.
0: Uh you know, what I want to know with if he still glove. has that fucking glove.
1: I think I'd have to look, don't quote me on it, but I think he donated it to the Hall of Fame.
0: To the Baseball Hall of Fame. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd have I'd have to look it up, so don't quote me on that, but I, I thought I had heard that he had donated the glove to the Hall of Fame, which would make sense because, <laughs> you know, you play your whole career. That's huge. Glove,
0: that, that's, that's something that the Hall of Fame would want to have. On, on, you think when a player goes like, back, and like, you know, when you know, like, you know, like McGuire's bats in the Hall of Fame, even though that's a whole fucked up story Bonds right. and all the embarrassed and all that. Do you think those players ever went back and went like, Yeah, I used to have that. Like somebody like right. Chet Lemon. I mean that glove was like very sentimental. So you're gonna look at that glove and be like, Hey what's up, buddy? You know, yeah, hey, hey, how you doing old Yeah, old man? it's like we won something together, yeah. you know. That's, oh man. That, that's wild.
1: Yeah. yeah, nice guy too, Chet Lemon. I met him at uh at Tiger Wednesday's. Uh very nice guy, down down to Earth. Oh some. yeah, he totally yeah. fucks. Nice. <laughs>
0: He totally sucks. I, I bet he does. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we're, we're going to get out of here, but thank you for yeah, listening. This uh, is fun. We'll definitely be back next week um, for more. Uh, plenty to talk about. Um, you know, Steve and I, we wanted to start doing this now because the season's getting closer mm-hmm. and we're getting more excited. So yep. there's going to be much more on the way uh, every week. So.
1: Yeah, all that fun stuff. So uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm having a good time. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, see you.